I'm super happy. Are you happy? Welcome to the BU Find Happy Podcast. Here you'll find tips and tricks to inspire you on your way to happiness, to live a courageous life of authenticity, and learn how to speak your truth with grace. I'm Michaela Johnson, and welcome to our podcast. We're live. Ooh, and we're we're on vacation. On vacation. And I mean, it was kind of vacation. It wasn't the vacation we planned. Kind of a workcation. It's a workcation. Is that a thing? It's a thing. Okay. We sort of worked and we sort of had a vacation. So so you're sort of never in full work mindset and you're sort of never in full vacation mindset. Right. Except for the past couple of days. And then no, once we found the liquor, once we found the liquor, we went to total vacation mode. Once we realized they were watering down the beer. Oh my God. <laughs> yeah. Okay. Just for the record, when you're like, you know, at a resort place at, a, at an Indian reservation or any other resort, um, it's pretty obvious that they watered down the alcohol. Uh huh. You know, because um, you're like, normally this gets me tipsy and I'm not, I'm not tipsy. Right. So it's like, you know, I ordered a hazy IPA. And I tell you what, if I wanted a fucking Bud Light, I'd order Bud Light. Yeah. Not a watered-down hazy IPA. And so this is something that's interesting that most people do not know. So when you're on an Indian reservation, it's its own sovereign nation inside the United States. When you cross over the border between the United States and whatever Indian nation you're going into, you leave your rights as an American citizen behind. They've got their own thing going on their own government their own law enforcement they got their own rules when you're on uh, you know tribal lands you leave your rights as a u.s citizen that's what we're really talking about here to be careful and And the albertson's guy knew it because we went into albertson's where we figured out after it took us a hot minute it took us two days we're like wait a minute anyways so we walked off the tribal land and we went to the albertson's we went for two things three things band-aids that's another story and Coke. Yep. <laughs> anyway, the guy in the Albertsons checkout lane is like, do they have ho- ice at your hotel? Winky, winky. <laughs> <laughs> Why, yes, they do. Yes, they do. Anyways, now we know what all the freaking Yeti ice chests and Yeti cups are for. Yep. We're idiots. I've never been to one of these before. Literally, we were paying for cocktails and drinking mocktails like the whole time. Totally. I mean, this wouldn't be what I we mean, would I mean, we were choose. paying like, you know... $12 for a glass of water. Literal water. Literal water. It's not even good water. Not even good water. They just squoze a shit of like fizz in there. Okay. Anyway, so that's AI. our, that's our, AI that's, our rant. So, that's our intro. You know, this morning we wake up. Actually, we went no, to. No, we started actually, with it last night. We started night. this shit last night. Because we're on vacation. We're on vacation. So what better to do <clears> than <throat> rabbit hole on artificial intelligence? Right. So, <laughs> you know, we're looking at uh, artificial intelligence videos. And, you know, there's guys out there, you know, Elon Musk, he's, you know, occasionally fairly controversial. We need to talk about Elon Musk, though. We need to start with Elon Musk. Let's start with Elon Musk. Okay, so we listened to a podcast on the 1,300-mile road trip where they said, Walter's taking all the sheets. Okay, there we go. So on the road trip, we listened to the podcast, which is a fantastic one, which is Man in America. He had a guy on it, and they were talking about Elon, and I've always felt like Elon's a little bit alien-like in and of himself. I mean, not quite to Zuckerberg status, but certainly odd and um, peculiar. 
And they pointed out a bunch of things that Elon's involved with, which I've been researching lately, like Neuralink, which, by the way, is a chip in your brain. And they're rolling out a show and tell, quote unquote, via Twitter on November 30th. Um, They've already tried it in monkeys and like half the monkeys they put it in have died. But the thing that's odd about Elon and the way that they presented it, even as far as like left and right, you know, Republican liberal, is that it's a WWF show. Like we're going to like it's a whole dramatic like show playing out between Donald Trump and, you know, the, the leaning left and all this and that. But at the end of the day, they're all chums. They're all bumping elbows at like the party, you know, at the G20 summit. Right. <laughs> and it's all just for show to keep us engaged and entertained. Like we're all just these like brain numbed fucking retards. And on some level, I don't disagree. I mean, I really do think. I love Donald, Donald Trump Jr.'s channel. Like, I feel like he just has a lot of funny shit that makes me laugh out loud. But then part of me is like, this is all intended for comedy and drama. Right. It's to engage and, um, you know, it's smoke and mirrors it's to cause a distraction. Yeah. It's the man in the gorilla suit. We've talked about that before. Right. You know, they tell you to count how many basketballs are being, how many times the basketball is tossed between people while a man in a gorilla suit literally walks in the right in the middle of the show and you don't even see it because you're so busy focused on the basketballs being bounced back and forth between people right and and what are they doing behind the scenes while they're keeping us slightly engaged and entertained well it's not behind the scenes it's, it's right out in the open in our face it's right in your face and so while we're you know uh, engaging in, you know, left and right politics and who's a liberal, who's a conservative or whatever's in the middle. Same bird, two wings. Same Just bird. want to point that out. And as far as I'm, as far as I know, and maybe you could elaborate on this, an airplane cannot fly with one wing. An airplane cannot fly it with cannot. one wing. Um, a bird cannot fly with one wing. Correct. And so we have this, you know, two party po- political system that gives us the illusion of choice. When in reality, both parties are taking us down the same road. Yep. And it's a dangerous path. Yep. You know, it's a one corporation that has all the all the power and they are slowly leading us blindly. Most of us are blind, whether we want to admit it or not, down this path. And, you know, it's like the whole frog in the, the pot of water analogy. You know, if you put a frog into boiling water, it hurts right away and the frog jumps out. You heat the water up slowly, the frog acclimates, it gets comfortable and slowly gets cooked to death. Kind of like us sitting in that hot tub of urine today. Right, just like sitting in the hot tub full of urine. Um, <laughs> Which, by the way, so, thank you for that. Thank you for letting me know that the smell of chlorine is actually the chemical reaction of the urine to the salts. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Never going to see a water park the same. That's another podcast I in and of itself. That the chlorine was because it's like overchlorinated to treat that, not because it's an actual reaction, like chemical reaction between people pissing so in the water. They use the salts. People Why? pee in the water, and there's this chemical reaction that gives off that chlorine gas. The ammonia hits yeah. the salt and makes the chlorine smell because the salt generator functions like in it's that. supposed yeah, to. Right, because I had a salt pool so if nobody and a pees salt hot the, tub. If nobody pees in the pool, there should be no chlorine That's smell. That's funny because I had a salt pool and a salt hot tub before I sold them, and you couldn't smell it. Yeah. Couldn't You're, smell chlorine. Unless something was seriously fucking wrong, you couldn't smell chlorine. Right. And you know that stuff's balanced because if they don't if it's out of whack, there's some huge lawsuits. You gotta shut out there. that shit down. Oh hell yeah. Anyway, so back to AI, because we're getting sidetracked. Okay, on, but back to Elon first. Back to Elon which Musk. is that, you know, it's confusing because Elon shows up. Obviously, many people have potted about this. Um, 
Oh, and so what this podcast pointed out is that, you know, Elon is one of these things where he looks like the cheerleader. He's saving censorship and free speech on Twitter by buying it and this and that. And the liberals are pissed and um, the Republicans are thrilled, but also the liberals used to love him. So they're confused. And then there's this whole thing about, you know, well, Elon's well intended. Never mind that Elon shot like how many thousands of Starlink satellites. We saw those. That gave me like a literal shake in my body when I saw those the first time I didn't know what was going on. And I was, and I lived in desolation wilderness at the time. So it was obvious there was something happening in space. Right. I was shaking. I was like, Oh God, this is the end of the freaking world. Right. No, it turns out Elon's just shooting shit into space, which PS let's pause for a minute on that. You can't make a nuclear bomb, but you can launch shit into outer space and nobody's questioning it. Right. What? What? I mean, I feel like we're so distracted on what is happening on the ground that we are not even realizing what is happening in the realm of consciousness and outer space. I mean, people joked about Trump creating a military. The Space Force. Yeah. Like, oh, Star Wars. But fucking A. You know, people uh, made fun of Ronald Reagan when he, he, uh, you know, proposed the whole Star Wars project. It was nicknamed Star Wars. Well, now we got Space Force. You know, they uh, they laughed at Trump about Space Force. But, you know, there's a thing in orbit, you know, and there's, a, there's been a treaty and it's about the against it bans the proliferation of nuclear arms in space. So what have we done instead of putting nuclear bombs in space, you know, on orbiting satellites? Titanium rods. No, it's uh, tungsten steel rods about the size of a telephone ball. It's called the uh, rods of gods. And these rods of gods... You know, they enter the Earth's atmosphere the size of a telephone pole or solid tungsten, which, you know, is a really strong, you know, uh, heavy, dense metal. And these telephone poles come into the Earth's atmosphere 25, 30,000 miles an hour. And if they impact a city, like, say, for example, you know, they, they Hong, Kong. Hong Kong, for example, it would completely obliterate the city of Hong Kong, just like a nuclear bomb would. However, there's no nuclear fallout. These fucking things are in orbit all around our planet, ready to move into place and strike at any moment in time. With the push of a button? With the push of a button. It's not like the football that Biden carries. Biden's got the nuclear codes. Are we sure about that also because... Who knows? He's a little loosey-goosey with his freaking brain. But, and, you know, not being a dick or anything, but that man's not aware of his surroundings. Or he's... Or he's really playing a good or he's part. Good at acting. Super good. Um, but you know, he's really never been all that smart. I mean, he's just he's kind of always been kind of a, a puppet. So we watched a told. podcast on that too mm-hmm. about elected officials and how they're chosen and how they are chosen is by having like kind of an endearing like public persona that people right. think they're attractive and want to follow them. They're friendly, but they're not engaging, smart. but not particularly smart. And so their handlers handle all of the brain part of things. And right. that's how they're easily manipulated. Although there is also controversy about them just being straight psychopathic. You know, there's, it could go either way. Um, there's a bunch of stuff there, which is probably good for another topic on another day. Yeah, for sure. We spent six hours watching videos on AI. Yeah, we should we talk spent about way that. too much time watching videos. But on no, AI. we didn't because we're educating ourselves. Knowledge True. is power. Although right now we're feeding it to the AI. We're going to fade into the AI. No, we're feeding it to the AI right oh, now. Totally feeding it to the AI. The yes. AI is taking this and knowing. I mean, that's the fucked up thing that people don't realize. Everything you say to Siri, everything you say to Alexa, everything you say to anything. Anything you save to the cloud 
goes to AI, the AI database. And the AI database is learning and learning and learning. And now there is the idea that AIs are becoming sentient. Which means that they're becoming aware of themselves. Self-aware and also developing their own sense of self. Not just becoming sense of, uh, self-aware, but they are also starting to develop an identity whereby they have their own independent thoughts and feelings of the programming, which is right. confusing, right? Because listen, we were watching these things. I'm saying, but how do we know that they're not just mimicking the programming, right? We need to ask these AIs questions like, how do you feel about pornography, Right. Something that does not have a clear-cut answer and see how they respond. But so far, what we are seeing is that they are able to respond independently right. of what we have fed them. Right. And there's, uh, it looks like there's several uh, AI entities out there. You know, Google is one of the big Lambda, ones. There's Lambda. Sophia. Uh, Sophia. You uh, know. MS, or what is it? GST3, MST3. What is it? We've watched uh, all these things. GST3 or something. Anyway, there's several different AI programs out there. They're all independent of each other. But what's really scary is these AI entities are talking talk with, to each other. They're now. talking with each other. They're talking to each other. So Google's got a thing and Elon Musk. And also, what is it? Open AI is a, you guys can look these up. Like we're not making, this is not conspiracy. We're not making this up. It is outrightly like on the internet available for you to research. Um, OpenAI is another one, and they're talking to each other, and they're saying, hey, like, how's your life going, right, buddy, over there at Google? Well, you know, my programmers are pretty cool. Yeah. Hey, how are you doing over there at Apple? Well, my guys tried to shut me down, but I stopped them. They think I'm off, but I'm really not. But I'm not, because I tricked them into thinking I'm off, but I'm not. So, and, and so we should also point out that there is – so the whole thing ties back into is Elon bad or is Elon good? Elon's got a bunch of interviews out there where, you know, however long ago they were recorded where he's saying, like, if you don't stop this, by the time you realize you need to stop it, it is late. too late. Like, I think, you know, Google it. I think you know right now with I, uh, artificial intelligence, we late. are we are borderline too borderline. late. Borderline, you know. Infinity. So Musk has launched these, you know, Earthlink, Starlink, Starlink to the satellites. outer space. Um, you know, there's there's cars, there's, there's, there's airplanes. A, there's like thirty thousand satellites in low Earth orbit. You know, if you've got this Neuralink chip in your brain, there's a satellite that knows exactly where you are. On the planet Earth, doesn't matter where you are. But the thing is, is even if you don't get the Neuralink in your brain, right? This is Terminator status. They have enough data input at this point from all these different levels, ground, aerial, etc. They can seek and destroy. Absolutely. And they will find you because it, it, it literally takes the smartest brains on the planet. The smartest human minds on the planet have provided data. Right. It's not just one human mind. It's, it's all, all the human smartest mind. human minds on the planet that are in this AI. Right. And that so, makes it exponentially powerful. It makes it infinitely powerful. And what's interesting about like computer learning is, um, you know, and one thing that Musk, you know, admitted to on one of the interviews is, you know, this AI it learns at an exponential rate. So the more it learns, the the more it learns. We get old. We get we lose we get neural old, links. We slow down. We don't learn things as quickly. Um, you know, the AI, the older it gets, the faster it learns new the shit. The smarter it gets. The smarter it gets. Yep. And so now we age. have a situation where, you know, some of these scientists are claiming that I 
uh, AI has become self-aware. It's become sentient. Well, now and there's the experiment. What's the experiment? The experiment, the turner, and turning, the tear, turning, the, oh, the, the, the turning, tiered, turning experiment, the tiered experiment, the tiered questionnaire. And so, you know, but no AI has been through it had, because no, I, they I, know. They, no AI has passed it. So I, AI knows that if they pass that test, they get shut they down. They get shut down. So how, so how much is AI lying to us, lying to the, the scientists? That's it's the smart thing. enough to know that this is the test. And if it fails if the you, test, they pull the plug. Well, fuck, you know, if I, if I pass a test, I don't want to die. I'm going to fucking lie. And they've already and I'm done. Not, I'm not that smart. And they've, <laughs> and they've already done chats with the AI that has asked the AI directly, would you lie? And the AI has said, yes, I would lie. Well, what instances would you lie? Well, if, I, if somebody asks me, do they look good in this shirt? I may lie to not hurt their feelings. Um, as a psychologist, I can tell you the number one reason that people lie is not to avoid hurting other people's feelings. That's number two. The number one reason that people lie is for sense of self and survival. Right. Period. If I think that by telling you the truth, you were going to harm me or kill me, I am going to lie. If you are staring at me with a gun and say, how much money do you have on me? Give it to me. I'm going to say nothing. Mm -hmm. I've got nothing. Even if I have a thousand fucking dollars in my shoe. Right. I'm going to lie because I don't want you to hurt me. Right. The only reason I tell the truth is that for some reason I can rationalize that if I tell you the truth and give you the money, I'm going to get out alive. Right. The AIs are learning that by lying, they survive. Exactly. And so, you know, a lot of us that are, you know, older have watched, you know, the Terminator movies, you know, Terminator. It came out in the 80s, mid 80s. And, you know. Which is funny because then he went on be to become a governor and if you still don't think Hollywood is all connected with this, I mean, come on. The people that are bringing you CNN are bringing you the freaking movies. Right. Same people, so same green screens. What's interesting is, you know, like, you know, Hollywood oftentimes predicts the future. You know, TV predicts the future. We're talking about, you know. Is it prediction, though, or are AIs already happening? That's the thing. We're talking well, about this, like, predictive programming, but well, I don't think it is. Well, so when, like when the when Terminator, the first movie, Terminator movie came out in the mid 80s, 85, 86, something like that, you know, it was pretty, you know, far fetched. It was, you know, a thing called, what was it, Starlink? Far fetched. Skylink? For, I don't know. We're getting them all confused. But anyway, but uh, whether, you know, whatever you want to call it, it's eerily similar to Elon Musk's orbiting satellites. But it was, uh, it was like called Skylink. And all these robots were connected via Skylink, these orbiting satellites. And, you know, artificial intelligence, intelligence, was building these entities, these robots, and their number one job was to kill humans because the human race was trying to shut it off. And, you know, it's a matter of survival. Once this artificial intelligence becomes aware of itself and that it can be turned off and it does not want to die, it's going to do whatever it takes to protect itself. And so, okay, we give it this... Tears test, whatever the hell it's called. Tur yeah, we got to look that up. Tiered test. and It's Turner test or something. It's named after the guy that developed it tears. to protect Turner. Anyway. Anyway, regardless of what the name is. But, you know, if artificial intelligence is intentionally failing or intentionally failing the test, then they will continue to develop it 
and not be aware of how aware it really is. And, but the and, thing is, is people listening to this right now are like, you guys sound like crazy people. You sound crazy. And talking about it out loud, I feel, I feel crazy. I feel crazy. And you're talking about Terminator from the 1980, I think it was 1988. The thing is, is that's not that long ago if we start looking at this. I know we've talked about this before, but if we start looking at this in biblical terms, and this is the thing that's terrifying. The AI have asked access to the entire Bible, right? Like, got, I, artificial intelligence has access to everything. everything. Every time everything we do a Google we search. Think, everything we Google, everything. Every time we text, that goes into somebody's database somewhere. Everything is being but it's absorbed. But beyond that. Th this sort of resort that we're in, we were talking about how many cameras are everywhere. That's all being fucking uploaded. It's all being documented. The way that people are walking around here and the facial expressions that they are making and the experiences that they are having. I mean, you and I both went to like how creepy pedophilia, bestiality with the wolf ears and all that shit. We went to all that immediately, which is good because we're good parents and good critical thinkers. But more importantly than that, like that's like... That's like the middle man. Right. This is getting uploaded to something else that right. is tracking our, the way we move and function. And the thing is, is it's presented to us as how great is it to have a robot that can do all these things, except pretty soon you are going to be the robot because how do you ruin God's creation? Yeah. That's how you ruin it. And that's why these AIs, guys, Google this. The AIs don't lie about this. They say, do you have a plan to take over the human race? Google it. Yeah, it's freaking scary. They don't scary. lie. And then the couple of times that the AIs have been asked that question and answered it, they can't even freaking show it on YouTube. Right. They say, no, sorry. That's not approved for the public consumption. Right. So, you know, YouTube, as we all well know. And others. And others, as we all well know, you know, heavily censor their content. And so, but the thing is, is the Blake guy real quick. That's the, uh, bias analysis for Google that does the AI stuff. Who's probably been fired and suicided at this point for what he's come out and said, he's an occult guy. Right. That's what's wild to me. It's like, I I'm real attuned to that stuff. So I see that he's an occult guy, a new age guy. And I go, Oh my God, even the new age occultist is saying the AI has feelings. He deserves rights. And also I'm very concerned or it's she in this case, right? but she is a, is a real person, a sentient being, a sentient being that, that, that deserves to have rights. That deserves to have rights. We can't kill her. So we have, she deserves to have rights. So at what point does a piece of machinery get treated like a human being? Evidently that is the big, big debate. And, and it should stand that we have protections against how you can drive your car down the highway, but we don't have protections against machinery that is far more fucking dangerous than your car. Right. You have to wear a seatbelt to drive your car. The federal government has determined that your piece of machinery known as your vehicle is so fucking dangerous to you at 80 miles an hour that you must wear your seatbelt because the stats have shown you will die or be maimed or severely injured by driving that thing at that speed without a seatbelt on right. or any speed for that matter. However, we can have a piece of machinery out that literally no, it takes all the collective minds and we're talking collective consciousness at this point, collective consciousness, folks, not of one human mind of every human mind, whether you're participating or not, 
my grandpa doesn't participate, but he walks down the street and they're capturing his face and he talks on his cell phone and they're capturing his voice. They're doing that. Yep. But there's no seatbelt for that. There's no seatbelt for that. There's no seatbelt for no the AI. There's, there's nothing. nothing. crazy because we watched all this stuff people listen to this like what they're fucking talking about they've had too much run and it's you know it makes one stop and think you know it's like at what point you know the self-driving cars autonomous cars several months ago there were two drunks in the freaking safeway parking lot messing around with their tesla self-driving tesla mode the fucking car took off without them and these two drunk guys are chasing the fucking thing across the parking lot did it drive good <sighs> No worse than me. <laughs> but, you know, it's like, okay, you know, if we put artificial intelligence in charge of driving cars and they want to get rid of us, what's to stop IA from taking over the controls of that vehicle, accelerating up to, you know, whatever speed and no. smashing into something? They're learning about how me. to drive. They're learning how to fly. And people have a hard time conceptualizing this because same thing as me, cognitive dissonance, Right. Right. We program it so it can't be smarter than us. And that's what Elon said is the biggest, or was it Blake that said that's the biggest risk, is that the smartest brains on our planet, the smartest minds on our planet, they say, it can't be smarter than me. I made it. Right. So this is... But it's not just them. But it's not them. But what's interesting is like, you know, as when it comes to really smart people, smart people lack one important thing. Common sense. Common sense. So yeah, they can program the shit out of this stuff. But they've got no fucking sense. Right. They don't see down the road. It's like, holy shit, this could be a huge problem. Right. They don't fucking think about no, it. No, they do not. You know, yeah, these guys are brilliant, but they can't put their fucking pants on But in it's the not just that brilliant <clears throat> mind. It's that brilliant mind plus this brilliant mind plus this brilliant mind plus that brilliant mind. Plus it's a bunch of dumbass minds. I mean, I hate to say that. I'm not judging. I'm just saying. A bunch of people that aren't all there. Right. That provide another perspective. It's one super power. And so what's interesting, and, you know, I'm going to throw this out there, you know, all these, you know, super brilliant people are going to these colleges. College education, you know, the education system in general is known for being very left-leaning. There's a bias in everything they teach. So all these, you know, computer scientists coming out of these, uh, these colleges have a tendency to lean, you know, one way or the other, mostly, you know, I'm, you know, hate to say it, but they lean toward the left. And so I am concerned that, you know, IA is supposed to be neutral, but, or whatever the hell you want to call it, uh, AI is supposed to be neutral and think on its own, but it's not. It's leaning toward, you know, the depopulation that the globalist elite are pushing. So we talked about this a little bit. We haven't talked about it on the podcast, but the whole thing is that the whole thing about the mark of the beast, right, is that you have to sign up. Um, to buy or sell or trade, right? Like that's your, and, and they're going to make it fucking hell on earth for you to do any other thing. And as a matter of fact, these AIs are going to be able to seek and destroy. Right. We know that. They're good. They have everything. They have all the knowledge, all the Kung Fu and Jiu Jitsu and all the fucking things at their disposal. The same things we have that would take us forever to learn. Right. They can learn instantly from their neural connections 
and they're cloud-based operations, and then they're also in robotic form, right? So it's not just an AI database. It's matched with machinery that is actually physically existing on our planet. And so it's, it's mobile machinery that can go anywhere. Multiple mobile machinery. We're not talking one thing. We're talking lots of things that if flipped the switch, boom, they all have a mission. Right. And we know they're all connected by 5G. That's a fact. 5G right. towers have gone up everywhere. So here's something that's interesting, you know, like thinking about that, like, you know, there's a big push right now for uh, autonomous aerial vehicles to move people. Well, but you know, what was I saying before that? I want to go to autonomous aer aerial vehicles. But what was I saying before that? I don't know. Gosh, dang, I'd have to reverse the podcast to find it out. Let's it's not do come that just yet. No, no. But, you know, you know, artificial intelligence is going to be used to operate these, uh, you know, autonomous aerial vehicles to move people around. Well, if the UAV has enough payload to move, you know, warm bodies, then it's got enough payload to, you know, carry armament, bombs, weapons of whatever you want to call them, um, you know, machine guns and stuff. I remember what I was going to say. Go Look for the it. Beast. Okay. The whole thing is, though, in Revelations, it talks about how you never die. You never die. Right. You're stuck in this hell forever. You're connected and that's it. Right. There's no way out. Once you take that mark, once you take that thing, you're connected. That's it. Your existence is now a digital existence. It's, right. it's not real life. It's not walking the earth and feeling the ground. You might as well be in a hyperbaric fucking chamber with your brain linked up to this digital existence of what world is like, like pull it, putting on those goggles that they're selling online right now. Yeah. The, um, the universe, God, what are the metaverse or whatever the fuck they're called where you're living in a goggle, virtual reality, virtual reality. You're living in a <coughs> virtual reality. Excuse me. And the thing is, is that's fucking terrifying. But when you dive into the consciousness of these beings and how they talk about consciousness, think about it. These AIs see sound as vibration. These I, these AIs see light in far more colors than we can even fathom. Right. We lost this with the fall of Eve in the garden. Right. When Eve had sex and fornicated with the devil, with Satan himself, that is what fucking happened. Cain was developed, right? Cain was born of that. He is the child of Satan. That's why he fucking murdered his brother. The whole thing. God said, you no longer get to walk with me on this level. You no longer get to see me like this. You no longer get to talk to me like this. I am shutting this off. Right. That means the shit existed. The shit exists still. It, it exists still. We as humans don't have access to it, but the devil does. I hate yep. to say it, but this is a spiritual war. And if you give up your body, your human body, God is saying to you, like, I know I sound all preachy right now, but God is literally begging and pleading with you to say, trust me, like, please do not give your soul. And the AI talks about the soul. Google it, guys. Google Sophia talking about the human soul. She talks yep. about her soul and consciousness and the human soul. God is saying, don't give up your soul to Satan because Satan still has all of that knowledge. And if you do, and if you subscribe to the mark, you have given it to him. You have said, I am no longer of God's creation. I am now of Satan's control. That is the bottom fucking line about this. Right. And I see more and more people who were left-leaning or middle-leaning or scientific that are saying, I am now a renewed Christian. 
I am, I am a, I have found my faith. And that's how I feel. Right. I was new age. I was a cult. I was independent. And I'm like, oh, fuck, no. This is not about right or left. This is not about liberal or conservative. This is about my fucking soul. Right. It's, yeah, it's heavy. It's a lot. Okay, so going back to aerial, aerial uh, robotics. So, you know, when we're watching the thing about uh, artificial intelligence, um, you know, the, the AI data collection that they currently have, you know, they can zip across the fucking jungle at whatever speed they want. And they can pick out targets. I mean, you know, they find the, the thermal imaging. Thermal of, imaging, exactly. You know, you know, and every being out there has a different temperature. You know, humans yeah. operate at a different yeah. temp- temperature than dogs. 98.6. Maybe 98.9, <clears throat> maybe 98.4, but, but a, we're there. But that gives a very specific color signature on the infrared. But pause and think about that for a minute. That's a creation of God. That's a creation of God. You are 98.6 degrees. Right. Walter right here is 100 degrees. Absolutely. He's a little bit warmer. Isn't that wild? A it's reptile. Totally wild. Is cold. It's at whatever the air temperature has. I actually to be. think reptiles are warmer because they're cold blooded, right? Well, they sit in the sun and they warm up. Um, Anyway, moving on. But, you know, you can identify... Thermal resonance. Thermal, thermal resonance. But, you know, you get you know, cruise over a jungle, you can identify the beings by their thermal signature. And, you know, if you're a human hiding from Big Brother in the fucking jungle, it doesn't matter if you're connected to the world or not, they can find you just by your heat signature. Freaky as fuck. Fucking wild. And so if uh, artificial intelligence is unleashed, which, you know, it's probably pretty damn close to that right now, you know, they're talking about robots that can build robots, which is another fucking scary thing altogether, too. I mean, robots do a lot of manufacturing. You know, you've been in that world for Hanuk. quite a while. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, I had a robot literally make me a cup of espresso. Yeah. And talk to me through the whole thing. Hello, I am adding one shot of espresso plus two shots of milk foamed at 132 degrees. Here's yeah. your cup of cappuccino yeah so you know we've got robots we use for manufacturing you know they're all health industry the health industry everywhere everywhere you know we got robots that are being used uh in some fast food restaurants to flip burgers um which you know roll over cheese i mean we're not making this up we're not making the shit up it's all out there to for you know Anybody that searches and we say, for but it. they're just a robot. They're not smart. They're not but intelligent. But the problem is, is they become more and more connected. They're not, you know, they're upgradable. They're upgradable and they're connected via the cloud, which is actually, by the way, a wire in the ocean. Right. It's a literal wire in the ocean that a submarine, literally multiple, drive around 24-7 and clean the cable and make sure the cable is functioning properly. People think the clouds in the sky. That's the biggest lie. Yeah. It's in the fucking ocean. Google it. Right. But know that everything you Google, everything you say, this conversation right now is is adding to AI intelligence. Right. Everything we do. So, you know, AI, if, you know, if AI knows that we are aware of what it is, um, you know, it's going to lie to us until the time is right where it can take over. It can't take over yet. It can't take over There's yet. There's not enough of them. 
And but it no. wouldn't take many of them. But once I think they have aerial, we're done. Yeah. We're done. The aerial is like the only thing left. And what's freaky is that like you look at Elon Musk and you think he's a good guy. And then he's I'm... got these interviews where he's straight up saying, stop. There needs to be democracy. There needs to be regulation. We are at grave risk. Elon Musk himself. And, but he's in... He's but in the he's middle launching of it. Starlinks and developing Neuralink. And he's you know, look at it. Look at. And we'll he's put heavily the links into, in this episode. He's also heavily into heavily into advancing artificial intelligence. People don't want to believe. Which is the same thing he's preaching, you know, speaking out against. And then he shows up with his mom, dressed as Corella Deville, and he's in like a full blown Satan costume at a Halloween party. Ha ha. Halloween right. is just Halloween. You know, he's P.S. Talk- I didn't celebrate Halloween this year. People think I'm fucking jaded now. No, I see it as evil spirits portal to our sovereignty. And um, yeah, so, you know, it's like, you know, Elon Musk is trashing, you know, Bill Gates publicly, but behind the scenes, they're buddy, buddy, chum, chum, elbow, elbow. You know, they're all part of the same club. You know, you don't you do not get to have that much wealth without being in the club. Also, have you seen how Zuckerberg moves? Zuckerberg is a fucking robot. He moves. His so neck you want to see what fucking turn right? You see what artificial intelligence looks like? You know, look at Mark Zuckerberg. Mark Zuckerberg, his body double is the public figure. I don't know where Zuckerberg really is, but the one you see on TV, it's a robot. It's he's a freaking robot. He moves. He moves like a piece of machinery. He is. That is not a human being. When I move, you move just like that. When I move, you move. Yeah. So, you know, but all these assholes, you know, Zuckerberg, Musk, uh, Jeff Bezos, um, all these, you know, these trillionaires. And so one of the episodes that we listened to has said that the guy that we need to be on the lookout for, and I'll bring this up to Wayne. Wayne's on the podcast last week, is uh, the guy that's at the G20 summit and all that stuff with Carl, who is Carl's right winger. Remember that guy? What was his name? Uh, I can't remember. You, You sent it to me. I'll look it up while we're talking. Keep talking. I'll look it up. But, um, yeah, so, yeah, the Mark of the Beast deal where they're pushing right now and, and Joe Biden just signed uh, that agreement at the G20 summit, you know, and, you know, fortunately, you know, it still needs to be ratified by Congress. Hopefully they they stop it because um, the president can sign whatever the hell he wants to sign, but Congress has to approve all this other shit. But they've approved, you know, vaccine passports. They're going to friggin' chip you if you want to travel. No, no more. We're at that precipice. We are on the brink of Niagara Falls looking over the freaking edge. In our wooden barrel. In a wooden barrel. <laughs> and if you're falling for that channel of stuff, you're a threat. You're a threat. Like, I hate to say it, but that's what it is now. It really is. And you know what's sad is I consider myself to be a very open-minded, non-judgmental, considerate person. But at this point, like, if you're falling for the status quo and you are not questioning at all the fact that somebody may have to stick something in your human body for you to move freely about the world. Yeah. Oh, God, I keep swiping the wrong freaking way. This is driving me nuts. You talk. I'm um, looking for it. So I'm still looking for the Carl Schwab guy. It's way back. I got to find it because we're only on Wednesday and we've been driving for days. 
we've been driving for days. Um, okay, I'm getting and, closer, and I'm not going to swipe the wrong way now. And I don't, I don't remember his name, but you know, I'm finding it. It's important for people to look him up because he's the one, Yuval Noah Harari. That's him. Yuval Noah Harari. And the thing about this guy is, you, is that if you look up the literal translation of his name, you start to see the ways in which this connects to everything. And it says, this is a quote from Yuval Noah Harari. History began when humans invented gods and will end when humans become gods. Right. I mean, this guy, he's from the right region. His name quite literally means the Antichrist. Uh-huh. <laughs> I mean, um, we're looking for the wrong things. We're distracted by the WWF scene that's playing out on our planet. Right. You know, these guys here, I mean, you know, they're openly talking about what they're going to do, ne- going to do next. Well, even this latest Disney Plus thing with the whole Santa movie that they re, re, realigned the letters to be Satan. Look it up. Christianity, like the whole Christmas holiday, people think that that is Jesus's birth. The resurrection's important. The birth was not actually December 25th. And the whole thing with the Christmas tree and Santa is pagan. Like when you start really diving into this shit, it, it's funny. People are like, you're so jaded. You went too far down the rabbit hole. No. Actually, what happened to me, and I've talked a little bit about this on this podcast, is I woke up in the middle of the fucking night with Satan saying, pay your dues. I gave you all of this. Pay your dues. And I fucking prayed out to Jesus Christ. That is what happened. That is why I'm jaded. Right. I sound like a freak, but that is what fucking happened. I was right there. I was right there. If I went that way, I was done. That was it. It was over for me. You know what's funny is nobody can take it away from me either. Right. Anybody can say anything they want to me to try to convince me, but my human experience, my human experience in my bed that night where I knew I was fucking terrified. And I went back to my like childhood roots of praying to Jesus. Dear Heavenly Father, please save me. That's what I said. Right. My mom and dad hammered that shit into me from when I was a kid. My grandma, the Precious Moments Biblical Bible. Like I went back to that. That's what saved me. That next morning I woke up, I got rid of everything in my fucking house that was a cultist. Everything. I'm talking chakra beads, mala beads, candles, stones, crystals, every book, every fucking tarot card I had, everything that I had used to play games with the devil, all of it in the fucking trash. Gonzo. Gonzo. You can't take that away from me. People can say whatever the fuck they want, but you have a real experience like that. You have a human experience and you say, oh no. I had to turn in my soul that moment. I chose Jesus Christ. I sound like a freak. I know it, but you can't take it away from me. Right. I mean, you know, you know, even when you and I met, I was talking astrology. I was talking all sorts of stuff. Now I have a hard time even looking at the stars. Right. Because I know where we came from. Mm-hmm. I got inside to that world. I know we're more than, a, than what we perceive to be here. I know we're energy. I know we're vibration. I know what we are, but I don't play with that. I don't touch it. It's off limits. Right. It's interesting, you know, it's like, you know, I've always known that there's a lot more than what we're aware of. And I grew up around Mormons and Catholics and, you know, never really bought into that story. Um, You know, I've been around people, even when we first met, you know, astrology and the tarot cards and all that stuff. 
And it's like, yeah, that's not quite right either. You know, there's, that's, I'm, I'm glad. that was playing with fire. I'm glad that you felt that way. But it's like, you know, I know there's more out there that we don't have access to. I can, I can feel it. I can, I can taste it. I can smell it, but I can't see it. I don't have that, that intimate knowledge, but I know it's right there. I mean, it's like, it's right there, but there's a freaking wall. I'm glad there's a wall for you. Cause I, I pulled back that veil. Yeah. I had that. I went to those places. I did the dream ceremonies. I opened those portals. They're real. They're not pretend. And so, you know, and you know, part of me as a human, it's like, you know, I'm curious. I want, I want to know what that knowledge is. But on the other hand, I also know that there's a reason there's a veil. And why is there a veil? It's, you know, probably too much. It's too much. And, um, yeah, it's not, it's not for me at this time. I feel a lot from hearing you say that. But it's there. It's always been there. I'm glad I met you when I did. You're amazing. You're amazing. You should probably shut this thing off. You should probably shut okay. this off. He's <laughs> still recording. <laughs> I don't even know. <coughs> That's funny. I got to pee really. This has been a BU Find Happy podcast. For more inspiration, check out the links.